0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to some stat check bonus content. Uh, I am here joined by a whole smorgasbord of people who are angry about the other changes. Um, to, <laughs> to be angry about LR changes with you guys all. So uh, it is 5 p.m., about four hours after the dates later went live, about five hours after we started seeing it showing up on our apps. We're here to give you, as much as we can, an interpretation of how the game is going to change, what the meta is going to be like after this, winners, losers, all that kind of thing. Um, obviously, prefacing this with... The days has been out for four hours. I don't think any of you guys have played a game with it yet. I definitely haven't. Um I've certainly been thinking about it almost constantly for the past five hours, but I don't know how you guys are feeling. Um, so yeah, uh take everything we see here with a pinch of salt when it comes to meta-relevance and commentary and things like that, because quite frankly, it's too early to know. We will figure it out as we go. Uh, I expect on the show, the main show on Tuesday and whenever XM1 and, and the matrix record next, that they will have some pretty good ideas of from having played some games. But for the time being. We're just here to be reactionary. Everybody knows it. Every other content creator has already been online. Um, I've seen Otter War and Hellstorm and I'm sure Trevi and Ospek's tactics and all that have been live yet. So we're a little behind the curve because well, frankly, it was you know it's 12 p.m. in the US. So you guys needed some time to wake up. How's everybody getting on? How is everybody feeling about the slate?
1: I work out I... based on Thursday. <laughs>
2: I
0: am at work, Dick Johnson.
2: I took it. I took my lunch break now so that I could spend an hour talking about this nonsense.
3: <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I actually, this is why
1: we scheduled it ahead of time and why we didn't do it any earlier was Nathan had to book a conference room. I was working until noon. Yeah, good times. Uh, I actually totally do not work. I do not work not on Thursdays.
2: Yet. You just don't work on Thursdays, Tim? Just not at all? Nope. That's nice. Nope. I just don't work
0: on Thursdays.
3: It's
0: pretty great. I love it. So, I suppose the easiest place to start is let's talk very general, high level how we feel about the balance data slate, um, mm-hmm. and then we'll start getting some specifics. Basically, structure of this is going to be we're going to go through the general core rule changes, and then we're going to go through each army one by one, giving them a super high level how it's feeling. People are moving pictures around; this is very worrying. Um, trying to give generally a high level overview what we think, how we th- whether we think an army is a winner or a loser, how we think they'll fit into the general state of the meta. And then at the end, a little bit of what the meta is gonna be like. So I'm gonna hand it over to Jeremy, who has done all of the grunt work on this. Jeremy, would you like to tell us a bit about what has changed or about how you're feeling about the general state of changes?
1: Yeah, let's just go through it. General general state, um, I'm I'm quite happy actually. Um GW didn't just do points, they did rules changes, they they looked at internal faction balance, so you know, tweaked every army. Every army has seen some level of point changes, even down to the agents of the Imperium. Um, and so, like, this was actually a full run-through of things. Uh, I'm actually really happy to see the changes that they've done. I feel they could have gone further with some of them, particularly the Eldaria, and they may have gone a little bit too far with others. We'll talk about those when we get through the various factions. Um, but yeah, I'm overall, I'm fairly content with it. Um, we'll see what the meta shakes out. Um, there's definitely going to be a lot of changes over the next few weeks as events adopt this.
2: Uh, Nathan? so in the standard dad fashion i'm not mad i'm just disappointed in some of the changes um i'm actually generally fairly happy with the slate in a lot of ways but i think that they made some mistakes mostly to eldar where they kind of undercorrected, and their video explanation of it kind of didn't make me very happy with gw's kind of balance approach to this particular patch but otherwise i thought looking at kind of the bottom factions, looking at Death Guard, who I think they actually did a really good job of bringing up. I think they actually did a relatively good job of bringing up the bottom factions. They just didn't do a good job of dethroning our S++++ tier faction to more than just dethroning into an S tier faction. That's kind of where I'm sitting with it. Otherwise, I think the slate was fine. Solid 7.5 out of 10.
3: Cliff, How about you, Cliff? Um I'm going to put my reasonable commentator hat on for a second. Uh, from a meta approach of, like, what are they willing to change when things get out of hand? Cool that they're willing to change lots of stuff simultaneously. Core rules, points values, um, faction-based rule sets. Like, that's good. We should be excited that they're willing to do that. Um, I'm going to take off my reasonable commentator hat now and put on my, like, have you learned nothing from previous iterations of factions that held such dominant places on the meta for months at a time? Like we did this with Harleys, we saw it with Tyranids. In in the actual video that accompanied the release today, um, the, the folks talked about like wanting to drop five to ten, they don't wanna drop more than five to 10 points off of a faction's win rate. Like perhaps a reminder is needed Eldar said it's 68%, <laughs> just the win rate. Never mind overrep, never mind player population, never mind positive win records and all the other various stats that we track. Like, what, what are we doing? Your goal is actually knocking 18 points off of that as the ideal. Like, you got to swing hard. So I expect that we'll see Eldar continue to be S-class, um, They'll, they'll drop somewhere between five and ten points and we'll relive this, like, you guys don't understand the core issue. It's not just points problem over and over again. Uh, I'm also sad because Deathwatch and Imperial Knights caught it hard and, like, those two of my favorite factions. But aside from that, good stuff all around. Like, Tau coming up, that's cool. I'm excited for Tau. Necron's potentially a problem. Death Guard player is real hype for you guys. Um, There's a lot of focus on some of the bottom factions and getting them back up there, so that's that's actually really cool. I'm excited about that. Well, you too.
4: Um, Yeah, I think I'll echo everyone's sentiments here. Overall, I think it's a good thing. Uh, I think we thought that it was mostly just going to be points changes and then uh, start getting some rules changes, uh, core rules and actual army rules. I was impressed at uh, the amount of lower tier factions that were addressed quite substantially. Uh, That outweighs the disappointment at some of the nerfs to the higher ends because historically GW has been uh, had a poor track record at bringing up the bottom factions, usually it's just lip service, and then, like, maybe like a, uh, one or two um, peripheral changes that don't really affect that much. Uh, So, very happy to see that, uh, like, Botan, Death Guard, um, and some other stuff. I think overall, for your general layperson, this patch is a a win, um, and then it's going to be a side grade slash slight disappointment if you're at the uh, cutting edge player
0: yeah i think that that's very reasonable my, my broad feelings on this kind of yeah very similar i think for the average tournament player this pack patch is going to be fantastic because yeah i think at the top end you know the people that you know we're, you're playing against in the finals of a gt the finals of a major you're probably going to lose to eldar more often than not um but they've done a good job of giving every army at least some tools where it feels like if the other player makes mistakes, if you get some high rolls, there is capacity there for elder to start losing games. They don't have as many get out jail free cards. You're not dealing with an overwatching wraith knight in your own turn, always sixing you off the board, right? You you just have that little bit of safety net, which is nice. It's just a nice thing to have access to. Um and then when you're playing in those sort of like intermediate levels, if you're playing a weaker Eldar player with less optimized list, your your army probably now has the tools where you can deal with some of the Eldar shit. Um, same with Chain Circles, same with custodies. There are just for the average person at the average tournament, this patch seems great. Um, genuinely very very happy with it, very impressed with that. Things like ten Custody Guard, ten man Custody Guard squads that were impossible to deal with just vanished. Like that's not a thing anymore. It's been Thanos snapped, so you don't have that kind of the same level of gatekeeper in that sort of like. Mid pool environment, or even you know winning GTs level, Um you play against that list in the finals of super Nintendo, It's a lot more honest about what it's doing now, uh, and I think that's honestly for the best. As much as I think that Eldar could have been hit more, I'm still I'm still pretty confident that I can beat most Eldar players now. So, assuming I'm playing a strong army, and whether that's going to whether that means that I lose them in the major, the finals of the GT instead of the round one or round two, fine, whatever, I can work with that. I can try and tailor my list for just Eldar now. You know, there's more scope for making them. Have weaknesses
2: you don't have to worry about phantasming wraith knights on WTC
0: terrain just kind of poking out poking back poking out poking back poking it was out, the incarn phantasming that gave me aneurysms it was definitely <laughs> not
1: this is true all right shall we quickly go over the de- the balance data slate for anyone who has not taken a look at it yet yeah let's do if rules, you haven't changes. read the balance
0: data slate go and read the balance data slate like just yeah, just read it it's not long it's three pages and some points changes
2: Goonhammer is definitely like has a pretty good summary of changes as well for, yeah, in their has on their website. Thing. So yeah. go read it, and they have a pretty good summary of all the changes so as well. There's very few changes here. The biggest one, the biggest ones,
1: and they actually put them in the order of the impact. <laughs> Devastating wounds. It's now just an attack that you can't take saves against. Uh, you can take feel no pains, but it no longer does mortal wounds, which means it doesn't spill. Uh, and it's still allocated after everything else. There's some weird interactions that can occur there,
2: but generally they they don't spill anymore. Real good now
0: character sniping
2: it is real good at character sniping this is it's also still very good at picking up like elite infantry and vehicles right like a custodian a custodian guard unit still doesn't want to get shot by a a wraith cannon as an example nor does a vehicle it is definitely worse for (laughs) custodians now Yeah, (laughs) definitely definitely worse this is a good change great
3: change
1: this is this is a very good change um it keeps devastating wounds in the game. Keeps weapons with devastating wounds relevant. It basically, it's just ignore infons now, <laughs> except it has like, infinite with the AP. The general
0: case, that armor saves are a lot higher. This is just relative to AP values. Correct. Ignoring just straight armor saves is very, very good too. Yeah. I would expect um, to see, like Stargard come in, that would work a lot more than that. They actually didn't love it being more a wound because it was uh, there was a lot of stuff that had a feel no pain against that. But now it just being ignore saves. Stargard, I think Stargard get a ton of mileage from that, which might be why they went up. So uh, but,
1: uh Modifying stratagem CP cost. Um, you can only do it to battle tactics now. Simple as that. You can only make free and use twice battle tactics and you can only Vect. So the Calidus, Watchmaster, actual Vect uh, only works on battle tactic stratagems. Uh, we have a spreadsheet uh, that I'm actually going to drop in here. Um, that has all the categories for the stratagems for currently released books. And I'm actually going to drop it
4: right here in chat. I'll be honest, from a uh, bookkeeping and quality of life uh, point of view, I hate this change. It's a bad change, uh, but not, a, not not a fan of it. I also think people, are, you might have issues with people conveniently uh, forgetting what categories are. Also, speaking <laughs> of categories, um, it was brought to my attention that the stratagems are color coded, not for the type of stratagem they are, but for when they are used.
1: For whose yeah. turn? It's either your turn, your opponent's turn, or both turns. Yep. It's, yeah. So, it's not great. this little handy thing that lists everything for all of the armies that you need to be aware of Uh, and i'll make this so it's also
4: worst case scenario in case you still have vect in your list or any kind of uh, cp um, adjustment the command reroll is a battlefield tactic so you can worst case scenario you can always choose to make a command reroll free or vect command reroll if you don't know what to do yep (laughs)
1: <laughs> Anthony wants to buy work break so I can scream into the void. Yes, you're more than welcome to. Uh, Overwatch, biggest change here, cannot be used uh, indirect. You can use it with indirect weapons, but you have to have line of sight. Uh, and you can never use it with a titanic unit, which is massive. Huge. Big change. Very big change. Yeah. Big change. Very big change. Uh, great change. Like, I think Fire Overwatch was one of the biggest problems that we had in the edition. Yeah. Um, Restricting it and making it so that you actually have to be able to see the target you're going after and also meaning that you don't get huge efficiency out of the strap by using on a 700 or 500 point model is great. Um, Insane Bravery next change. This one's kind of I don't know why, but it basically Insane Bravery is the same as it was in ninth edition. Now it's still one CP, uh, but you have to use it before you take a Battleshock test in your command in the Battleshock phase sub phase of your command phase. Um and then it's just considered to be automatically passed. Also, it's once per game, so
4: very. Honestly, st-
1: yeah. Um, then ruins. This is the um, the bigger change. Towering basically does almost nothing. Uh, the only thing that towering does now uh, is that you can you can see normally when you are within the ruin, not wholly within the ruin. Um, so yeah, it's a good change yeah, towering, uh, towering yeah or as this is the towering
2: change we kind of wanted right just, well, this is the yep.
1: towering change that lone star open used two months right. ago
2: so and it makes sense this is the way that towering should have worked the whole edition the other version of it was silly and yes, Ger- Gerard, the big question is why once
0: per game on Insane Bravery? We don't know. Everybody's um, been whinging like shit that shock doesn't matter. So make it, matter it no happen.
2: Yeah, now it matters. It definitely matters a lot there more. There you go.
0: There <laughs> once, you go. You got exactly what you all asked for. <laughs> we'll yeah, quickly touch for... on the
4: faction rules now.
1: Oh, go ahead, Sam. Sorry.
4: Oh, no. I was going to say like exactly what just said. It, it didn't matter, and now it does. Yeah. Um, the changes the changes by themselves either before you roll or once per game will, would probably not be enough. Uh, but now with less games getting decided on turn two or turn three, because probably damage is down, and then there's a real choice uh to preempting the stratagem usage versus waiting to see if you just happen to fail, and then only once per game. Now Battleshock is going to matter. So I think it's that one should be pretty self-explanatory. Yep. I like There's it. There's
0: still a lot of units that don't take Battleshock. Like any two-model unit can never take a shock test unless it's from an outside source, which means it's never eligible for that stratagem. But, you know, you got to make a decision. now. Huh? Yeah. you're going to have one unit on an objective and it gets hurt, how much do you want that primary?
1: Correct. Uh, so then they did a bunch of faction rule changes. Uh, they hit some of the top, some of the bottom uh adeptus custodes biggest changes here um unwavering sentinels which is the fight first stratagem is now an epic deed stratagem it was a battle tactic before so you can't fight first for free or fight first twice on objectives great trajan. Trajan.
3: trajan starts up
1: yeah, yeah treasure songs up uh, and then custodian Guard and custodian wardens. They both had their unit size changed to four to five models yep. um, We talked about this earlier when we were doing our initial impressions You no longer are dealing with that ten-man brick or six-man brick of wardens Because uh, the warden size never made sense because they were box sized and they came in boxes of five uh, And then vertus praetors. They change them to two to three still bad. which uh, Deptus Mechanicus, big buff to Cicatari Rangers and Vanguard. They just increased their invuln and their sa- and their uh, armor saves by one, so they now have a four-up armor save and a five-up invuln uh, right back to what they had in night. Yeah. Nice, nice change. Great change. Uh, Eldari, amazing change. Uh, Phantasm
2: is now infantry only. Like, just It's definitely an improvement. Change. Probably should also be two CP, but definitely an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh agents of the imperium itty bitty tweak here uh exaction squads are now box locked means mean take them prob- in units
2: of 10 <laughs> means kill team players will probably be able to buy exaction squads again and it won't just be players
1: <laughs> yeah, buying let's not, not get
2: hasty now shall we <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm not yeah, sure, yeah but... everybody's gonna, everybody gonna get your voidman arms back
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, Death Guard, huge change here. Um, they have their Spread the sickness detachment rule. They've now added an entire Contagion to their rule. Um, so the way that it works now is that at the beginning of the uh, battle, um, so actually declare battle formation. So when you're allocating your characters to units and putting stuff in transports and all of that, you choose one of three auras which apply to everyone within Contagion range. Um, so Skull Squirm Blight, uh, it reduces weapon skill and ballistic skill characteristics of units affected by one. Uh, then you have rattle joint egg, og egg, while an enemy unit is within contagion range of this unit, worsen the save characteristic of models in that unit by one. Uh, and then you have scabber soul rot, while an enemy unit is within contagion range of this unit, worsen the leadership and objective control characteristics of, the, of that enemy unit by one to a minimum of one. Uh, and then they did a little bit of cleanup where they where they mentioned that characteristics were being modified, not just a characteristic. Um, amazing change for Death Guard. Like now they they just got a straight up buff from this uh, and they actually have, you know, that's minus one save or minus one weapon skill and, and ballistic skill. Even the minus one leadership and OC is a massive impact into many different armies. And the fact that you choose this at battle formations means that you know exactly what you're playing into.
0: It's a great change for Death Guard. It's it's real big. I definitely felt like I was missing one AP just like on everything. So getting it back is nice.
1: Yep. Uh, So then we have Death Watch. Uh, (laughs) All of the special issue ammunition stratagems are back to being how they used to work in previous editions in that they only affect both weapons. And they gave us a full definition of what is a bolt weapon. I'm not reading them all, but basically it's anything that had both in the world or
2: replaced a bolt gun. I won't lie. I just find this amusing because people were using like special rounds on hellblasters, and it's like how does how do you load a a kraken round into a hellblaster? Or or on frag
1: cannons? Yeah,
3: that's later. Um,
2: Yeah, exactly. All of that is that's that's that's
1: that's a bad change (laughs) to watch, but it's a change that made sense to make. Yes. Um, Gene Steeler cults. Massive changes here. Um, Basically, the the sum of it is that units now only ever come back on a five up when they die. Um, You add one if it's battle line. So your neophyte snack lights will always come back on four ups uh, and you add a further one if it is the first or second battle round, uh, which means that on a three up in battle round one and two, your battle line comes back. And on a four up, all your other units come back um, for battle round one and two and then battle round three onwards it gets worse so ostensibly what this means is that you will get more stuff back earlier in the game than later in the game uh and it it doesn't change anything for the non-battle line units for the first two battle rounds it's more just reducing by a significant amount the number of battle line units that come back in the first in all of the battle rounds because it's no longer automatic
2: yeah
0: it it turns out having infinite stuff was pretty good
1: yeah (laughs) um Outrider Gangs, they tweaked this very slightly, um, but basically the the and Jackals, when they come back from Cult Ambush, they have to be within nine inches of a battlefield edge and touching a token. Um, means that you can actually fit them. <laughs> and gives them a little bit more flexibility. Um
0: yeah it's more just a quality of life change so i guess a small buff to, to yeah, them because they were they were previously within six and then yeah. when they came back from you know change from a battle from a token it was a lot easier to have them strung out then it became very very difficult very quickly
1: yeah so they've they've, they've found the middle ground on that uh gray knights single change uh this is a nerf haloed in soul fire is now a strategic ploy it was a battle tactic before then we have Imperial Knights. My poor, poor big boys. Uh, bondsman abilities. They no longer affect the Quistoris chassis. They only affect the Armager that they're put on. Too much.
3: It's too much. Great. Right. Good change.
1: That on its own probably would have been fine. But then they made Thunderstomp, an epic deed. They made trophy claim two CP because it was sorry thunderstomp was a battle tactic before. They made trophy claim, which is the plus one to wound, and then you can't use it again unless you kill it. And if you do kill it, you get one CP back. Uh, two CP, and they made valiant last stand, which is your fight on death. Two CP. So they yeah they got hit pretty hard here. Um, yeah. Uh, then we have leagues of votan. Um, their ruthless efficiency detachment rule um, basically it changes so instead of just picking one unit at the beginning of the battle you now can pick depending on the battle size but for our purposes which is competitive play at strike force you can pick four units and those four units are treated as always having two but two tokens on them which means that all of your units will have plus one to hit and plus one to wound them for the entire game similarly uh, they modified it so that if any of these four units are killed, then in your next command phase, you will get the bonus command points that are generated from that. Uh, massive change for them.
0: Huge. Because, it's just there are armies that only have four units.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, a really good example of this was it doesn't exist anymore, but the old 30 custodian uh, guard bricks, you just go, yes, yes, yes.
0: Or you know, Harpers Grey Knight list or... Yep. Uh, any, big, any big demons based list. Yeah.
1: Yeah, massive points to them uh, and then Space Marines, desolation squads are now five mans. That's it. Good um, That's a good
0: change. I'm so yeah. bored of using that unit. Uh,
1: and then so that's that's the balanced data slate. They also updated the rules commentary. I'm going to skim through this really fast. Um, PDF compare is amazing for this, but basically what they did was they added a note at the very beginning um, that anything with an asterisk in front of it, you ignored if you're using the balanced data slate and that's because everything with an asterisk in this in the rules commentary. Um, just refers to devastating wounds which were changed and no longer function the same as they do in the base game they now work differently um and then the other changes that they made so you can see this is one of the devastating wounds entries another one of them uh, It's just a line change and then the changes that they made here was they made the exact they just removed um they added a note about towering Um, to the within wholly within and out and and outside of terrain note uh, because towering now allows you to just be within and shoot. Then the other one, this is the biggest change um, is they've added a note about vehicles with bases. Uh, And I'm just going to essentially what it is, is it's it's how things should have functioned from the start. But essentially, the way that it works is that if you are if it is a vehicle with a base, you will always measure distances from the nearest point on that vehicle. So the hull Um, and you use, well, the base or the hull, whichever is closest. Similarly, for engagement range, you consider yourself within uh, base to base contact when you are within zero inches horizontally and five inches vertically of any part of that hull.
0: It makes things like night spinners, ghost arcs, all that kind of thing a lot harder to hide, a lot easier to deploy units out of, and a lot easier to church.
1: Yeah, similarly raiders become um, no longer a 60 mil base that you have to screen out. They now are the full profile that you have to screen out. Yep. Um And I believe that is it. Yeah, that's it for the rules commentary. Um, so yeah, let me quickly move this over. Shall we jump right into army impacts? Yeah, to do the it. MFM changes are massive. Uh, this is in the order of the armies that I own. So I apologize to anyone who's using this sheet. I made this for myself and then I shared it. Um, so obviously Space Marines are the first ones. <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to follow along, uh, there's already 80 plus people watching. I will drop the link in chat. Uh, it's also in the it's it's in the um, video description. Uh, we are going to publish this as a podcast, so it will also be in the podcast description. Oh section. yeah,
2: they did. They, we did miss one thing, which was that um, shooting units thing, where they count as having shot, basically. Yeah, we did miss that.
0: Shoot,
2: yeah. yeah, which, so no which is essentially uh,
0: no more double, no more doing two actions, all that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. yeah, there it is. Eligible to shoot when equipped with ranged weapons, unless a rule specifically states otherwise, units that have shot are no longer eligible to shoot until the start of the next phase. No more chaining. Um, yeah, no more shooting and doing actions, even though no tournament was really allowing that. Uh, yeah. No double so we actions have,
2: like as mentioned.
1: So we have this lovely MFN pack sheet that we put together. Y'all can take a look at it, run through. If you find any issues, DM me, carry on Discord, or if you have me on Facebook, add me. Yeah. Um, I have fixed most of what has come up um, and we're just going to cover. We're not going to go through every single minute detail because this is going to take. It would take forever. There's over 1100 entries. Um, So Space Marines as a whole, Uh, I also color coded this. You can see for the most part, Space Marines saw decreases across the board. Um, The major impacts were to Gilliman, who went up to be the same cost as the lion now. Um, Sterngare veterans went up a point. Storm speeders went up ten. And most everything else went down except for Desolation Marines are now 40 points a model. So a five-man unit is now 200 points as opposed to 170 before. Um, Deathwatch veterans and Terminators, uh, Deathwing Terminators, all changed by tiny amounts, but not really a huge amount. Uh, And all the Black Templar vehicles except for the Lancers came down. That's the the biggest impact. It's a lot of internal... Oh, and of course land raiders who can't go without land raiders uh all of the land raiders went down 25 to 35 points it is fantastic uh yes gladiators did go up but that's where we're at with that
0: yeah the the reaper went up the the main the main stuff for space marines like by and large desolation marines went down but anything that was kind of a melee unit that you might have considered has gone down pretty decently vanguard veterans um, Death Company with Jump Packs have got a decent nice chunk. Most Terminator bricks have. Everything but Deathwing Knights basically went down, giving you some pretty reasonable options there. And then a lot of the support platforms, support mechanisms as well with things like Land Raiders. Um, I think by and large, outside of specifically Death Watch, who definitely copped a pretty big hit to Specialist Ammunition. And then also getting a points change on the, the veterans teams themselves. Uh, Marines kind of make out like bandits here. Um, there's some really good changes here. As long as you are happy with moving away from Desolation Marines, things like the aggressors went down 20 points for six, which is a really yep. good combo with the apothecary biologist with border discipline. Um the dreadnoughts all came down 20 to 25 points. I think the um like the ballistas at 150 is fairly interesting. The Redemptor at 210 is really interesting, uh, given that it's still got minus one damage. Um, obviously we're doing a new marine book in a couple of weeks, but we have also got you know another month, including LGT of playing on this train on this list format. I think Marines are posed to do really well on that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cameron, yes. 26 points per model, Death Company. Uh, Blood Angels, Space Wolves, Dark Angels, um, all of those Codex non-compliant units, they all had across-the-board point cuts. I think the biggest impact was Sanguinary Guard went down 8 points a model. They're now 35 points uh, instead of the you know 43. so what's the thunder wolf
0: cavalry like are actually decently priced now i don't believe it but
1: uh i'm, I'm sure not 100 percent on that thunder wolf cavalry are now 90 points for three
2: so the 30 points a model now yeah
0: it's not terrible in gladius especially but...
2: yeah i think land raiders going down is the most interesting change though that 100 that Redeemer thing from WTC is like a wild reduction. <laughs> like, that, yeah, let's use Dark Angels list, which
1: was the Polish Dark Angel player at WTC. His list went down, I think, 55 points.
3: Yeah. Let's just back
1: in there and move on. Yeah. Um, Admech, um, point drops basically across wanna, the board, except on a handful of characters.
4: I want to drop a, a hot take on the Space Marines before we move on, but I don't even think that's. I don't even think that desolator change is that big of a deal because you are going to come out like net even or net ahead on almost any reasonable list.
0: Yep. Like, the, the main thing with desolation marines is that they gain so much efficiency from when discipline in a ten man squad, and with stratagems and death watch and things like that, that you know. A 10-man Desolation Squad with Storm of Fire and border Discipline is a whole different fruit to two squads of five Desolation Wings with one with one of them having that, and probably neither of them having Storm of Fire. The damage output, they are, again, they are back to chip damage, at which point they are competing with Whirlwinds again, and I think Whirlwinds do, do the job better for 150.
4: So everything you said was already in my brain. I still stand by what I said. It's still a good unit. <laughs> a unit when a unit is performing above its power band and it's no longer performing above its power band, it doesn't instantly become a bad unit. It's just no, no
0: for sure. I think you can justify band. running. and you can still so justify yeah. running Desolation Means 100 percent I don't think I will personally, but I don't think that there's any reason I don't I think probably wouldn't either, to run. yeah.
4: I think if you ran five, um I think if you ran five, I don't think anyone would bat their eyes at that unit. But that unit was too good. Uh and that's demonstrably true uh and now that it's no longer too good it's just good and you're coming out ahead so like it like I said i think i think you guys are coming out like bandits
1: yep all right ad uh yeah point cuts across the board the only things that didn't change were a couple of the characters Ballastari, because they were too, you couldn't get any cheaper than 50 points a model for for that profile um yeah uh, your typical uh Admec list, it really depends on what you were running. The biggest impacts being here that Rangers and Vanguard are now probably aggressively costed at this point, as opposed to being fine. Um, rangers went down 35 points for 10, and Vanguard went down 20 points for 10, in addition to also getting buffs
0: to their base profiles. Yep, it's also worth remembering for everybody. Admec have a ton of rules to trigger off of being near units with the battle line keyword. For yep. example, the breachers need to be near battle line units to get their full rerolls. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like charge bonuses and plus. Uh, advanced bonuses for infiltrators and server traders and all that kind of thing. So, having playable battling is very important for admec and it seems like they've nailed it. Those, those units at 100, it's like 100 and, or 1980, 90 and 80, 90 and 80 now, are mm-hmm. definitely close enough to interesting that I think they're just okay units on the front. They hold pretty decent characters like the Tech Priest Manipulers with Omni Serializer, still good. The boats are pretty cheap and do a lot of stuff with the Scorpius Dune Rider. Um, admec seem very interesting. I really like Corpus Carry and and they've gone down 10 points. Um, yeah, across the board, I think this is some great changes. Still don't run yeah. doing crawlers, they still seem terrible.
1: Uh yeah, I agree. Uh and then like, yeah, just
0: a shame good. I own five of them, but
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I'm in a similar boat. I want D Day to be viable again. Um, sisters, Depthus Sororitas. Uh again, point drops across the board, with one notable exception of they got tired of people taking six two by three by two crusaders in every single list and made them five points more expensive for two of them. Um, aside from that. The units that were being spammed, like Sacrosanthes, Death Cult Assassins, um, Less paragon Perathim, and Zephyrims, those all stayed the same, and then everything else came down. Um, probably the most interesting change here is that Paragon Warsuits and Vol, that combination came down 50 points.
2: Yep. It's a sizable change.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sisters I look, that what I was think- looking at, they went down an average of 175 to 200 points. Uh, we'll see if it's enough um you can definitely put a lot of stuff on the board uh sisters do still struggle to kill a lot of things
0: is there any way you're still not running two by five crusaders or three by two crusaders sorry you're still
1: running three by two crusaders you're just paying 15 more points for the for the privilege i just wanted
0: to check i can't believe the exorcist went down that feels insulting but whatever (laughs) uh yeah
1: because i mean the exorcist did comp a nerf during the indirect and towering update uh so they just decided to punch it back down uh castigators at 140 are ridiculous like That's actually a really good pro- tr- price for that profile, but yeah, sorry for that. All good. Uh, Guard, this is actually a bit of a mixed bag.
0: This a lot one makes of a me decreases.
2: sad.
1: This one actually makes me really happy, but that's just because yeah, I don't of how be they good. made it. This is because of how they made their changes, because the type of stuff that Guard was taking a lot of, and you'll see the reds in here, are all of the indirect platforms. All the indirect platforms that were being spammed went up. Infantry across the board went down. Lehman Russes across the board went down, and almost all of the super heavies went down. Um, like a Bane blade is now 480 points from 540. That's a massive change.
2: I think it's I just want quite... to contextualize my disappointment. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> Is that the detachment rule with all these increases to indirect fire basically is like meaningless. Like, why even have a detachment rule? I know. The the detachment rule
1: is the main problem with that with with, with guard in the first place, where you get lethal hits if you stand still.
2: So this emphasizes the problem by buffing units that move to do
4: things. Yeah. So like it's a it's a bit of a nombo. It kind of sucks. On the other
0: hand though. There's a ton of units that were already fairly playable, like Bulgrin and God's Ghost, mm-hmm. that are aggressive push units that got points decreases. Which does. I just encourage want to point this out. System. You can
1: put a Katakan Jungle Fighter Squad in a Chimera for 125 points.
0: Yeah, it's pretty I good.
4: Like that. The you biggest do in your bonus
0: deployment zone for hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
4: I think the. I think the funniest thing is, and yes, absolutely acknowledging the uh, the the rule where you have to stand still to get your full benefits, though. So. But every single guard player I talked to, when indirect was good, they would like as they were sitting there tabling me from behind a the wall. They're like, oh, you know, the the army, you know, I wish it wasn't like this. You know, it really should be about like tanks and infantry and stuff like that. That's that's the theme of the army, you know. But it is what it is. You know, I don't like it. And then this morning, every single guard player I knew was only talking about the hikes to the indirect. They weren't talking about the cuts to the tanks at all. <laughs> so so I'm trying to figure out like what the disconnect there was like, <laughs> like what's, what's Look, happening man, like should they should I, be happy right they should be happy. I am
2: I, I should preface that I am happy with the cuts that were received and the ability to play something that's not massive parking lots of artillery I'm just disappointed at the same time that the entire army's detachment rule is designed around artillery <laughs> and that it's not useful really but I'm really happy with the ability to now maybe just pretend to be orcs and fill chimeras with infantry, and then just sashay across the board with six chimeras full of infantry. You can just activation
0: the ever-loving hell out of people yes. with infinitely,
2: responding, infinitely that's respawning. What, that's what of- I'm going to do, and it will make me happy. It just will be
4: sassy. Demo Russes and Dorns are still terrifying, and you can't convince me otherwise. So, I'm,
2: Also, all of the Baneblade chassis going down does make me a little amused.
0: The they, were of kind of the, like the they are being for They probably poetry. deserve that change.
2: Yes, they do. They're also yeah. almost impossible to move on reasonable terrain sets. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Weiss Rabin makes
1: a good point. Um they're wondering if side grading a forty percent army is going to help it not struggle. I think with the amount and we'll see you as we go through the other armies, with the amount that they've taken off of those top armies, that could actually push them fairly sure. high.
0: Yeah. You also have to be careful with an army like Guard or um, Admech that if you make them too good, like with buffs at this stage and also never everyone else, they are armies that have a very oppressive play pattern. If Guard are good, you're just getting shot to death, right? You got to be yep. careful with not making that too good. No one good, wants
2: the return of Leaf Blower. You can definitely say that if they didn't cut, like, the points out of Tau, like, into the ground. Like I know, they... <laughs> I'm mad about Tau for different reasons. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I mean, saying,
0: yeah.
2: Well, let's continue to, imp- let's just skip Imperial Knights, because they just nerfed them out of contention. Just... Yeah, um, <laughs> and
1: really, the changes are very small. All your armorers are 150 points now, and Canister X went down 30 points.
3: Probably. Moving along. Can I quickly Can I quickly say something here? That's you have
0: you know? the floor. You are going to get the closing ward on Imperial Knights. You tell everyone on the internet how they should feel about Imperial Knights right now. So,
3: like, here's an example where a core rule change did, in fact, nerf the army in a way that you had to be conscientious of, right? Like, towering, big deal. Dev wounds, big deal. Lack of access to Overwatch, big deal. Cool. That same logic should have been applied... To eldar where they said hey maybe these core rule changes are actually not enough to bring this faction down from the the play experience that we're like upset about maybe we need to do a little bit more that happened to imperial knights and did not happen to eldar and for that i'm upset i'm upsetting
0: yeah i think it. they should have gone further on knights as well anyway yeah, <laughs> I mean you're oh can I no, oh, i go, go talk about Custodes. Nice. go talk about everybody custodes. was everybody was <laughs> muted I was like what the hell is going on yeah I was
2: also muted and <laughs> forgotten I was like yeah Cliff go talk <laughs> about custodes tell us give us the lowdown
3: custodians might so like problem units went up in cost uh the biggest hitter like the fact you can't take 10 man custodian garden bricks anymore um which led to I think like as a custodian custodes fanboy It's like a play style that was very effective, but also very impressive and like not really aligned with how ideally I think that army should operate, which is like MSU, very effective in small units, um, with like lots of tactical flexibility with your like squads of little dudes. Um, The point costs alongside some of the strat changes make it like more interesting, Um, but they're still like, they're going to kick butt in close combat. Having access to fight first on demand is still cool. Throwing Trajan in for a secondary fight first once again is still really good. Um I still I I think they're in still in a good, pretty good spot. I think they suffer a lot um on the durability side due to the devastating wounds change. Um, where like, for example, the Eldar matchup becomes somehow worse for them <laughs> as a result of a lack of access to a field of pain. Um, but yeah, I think overall, like, you know, I'm still gonna bring them to the table. They're gonna be fun. Um and, you know, hype about some of the uh, sisters point changes that helped make up for that exaction squad point increase. Yeah. And I'll
1: also add to this one of the things that we saw. So we saw impact, you know, increases across the board for everything that was taken a lot. But the stuff that wasn't being taken went down for a large part. Like
4: A lot of that stuff is still very expensive. But the yes. Land Raider, the Land Raider looks cheap. The mm-hmm. uh, Stagatarum, Sagatarum especially look uh, a little bit pushed. Uh,
0: but some of the other Forge World inventory are still very expensive. Venetarius yes. is disgusting. It's nearly 70 points a model. Yeah, it's way too much. Yeah. Um, they're
1: definitely paying for the sins of previous editions. Yep. Um, Vigilators and Witch Seekers, though, at 50 points is actually really big in context of the Agents of the Imperium changes.
0: Yep. Yeah, they're definitely a lot better than um, Voidsman at Arms are, which would be the next agent's inclusion. <laughs>
1: yep. Um, Agamatis are still way too expensive, but that's just life. For sure. Same amount. Aquilon.
0: LRS weirdly still go to six. They're the only unit that goes to six now in custodies. Uh
1: it's because they come in boxes of three. I so know it's just
0: you can still do big squads of LRS. Uh, you can do five LRS with uh with a captain and a land raider for like basically the same points as now, and that's a pretty good unit. Yeah. I think there's uh, still a lot of the uh, science custodies. I think they're gonna be still pretty good. Yeah, same.
2: let's make people sad. I'll die. <laughs> they didn't do enough. But it's weird because Dark Reapers somehow copped to five. Why
3: did Dark Reapers get like why?
1: <laughs> this I'm one just, did make me laugh when I was I'm going just, through the numbers. I'm like, wait, like, is that right? No, they they went up a yeah, point. There out. was like
0: one random like London <laughs> Open event where like every single player brought like three squads of three like three squads of Dark Reapers to try and counter counter Gene circles, and they all got smashed. <laughs> <And> the rest <laughs> of like, this is just that's the only time I've ever seen them on the table. The
2: rest of this is just nonsense. Like, I'm glad that they increased. The incarn by 80 points. That's like the highlight real thing. Is like the incarn went up the most of any single model in this balance slate, going up 80 points for the model, which is deserved and maybe still not, not enough. enough. <laughs> yeah.
3: You're and then there's a bunch of every stuff, list.
2: Yeah. Then there's a bunch of stuff that just got missed that people are were starting to take in lists. Like I think Fuegen. Weigan, I don't know. Weigan is
0: fine. A one, he's like expensive. He's expensive. As is. At one fifteen, so he's probably think...
1: fine because you also need to run with fire dragons, which are probably still fine. You one hundred percent. You one hundred percent. Oh no, no, wait, because he no, right? No, he gets the loan up.
0: Yeah. No, he's not a loan up. He's just running about with a two armor, saving a five. five, five, five and he comes
2: pay.
4: back when he dies. Yeah. Oh, that's right.
2: <laughs> I think.
4: Um, um, I think yeah. A lot of the, a lot of the phoenix lords you haven't seen yet. I think people are going to experiment with. I also think people are going to start experimenting with solitaires. Yeah, hmm. they didn't go up. They're 115 points, right? Still. They didn't yeah. go anywhere. They're... they're very they're very good for plucking out of, uh, characters out of
0: Necron Warrior bricks. Yep. Yes. If you had printed the Incarn at 350, it would be getting the same nerf now. It would yeah, be 430. Know,
2: yep. It's still amazingly good. The 10-point tap to night spitters is probably not enough considering how good that unit still is. Yeah. Um, I think fire prisms yeah. go up just like Oh, they went up thirty, which is actually reasonable, but they probably could have gone up more.
0: Remember that one hundred and
2: eighty
1: is getting ice. close to where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Do you all think that wraith
3: knights drop out of competitive list more so? Yeah, yeah, yeah because you're already, already double out. wraith guard time, right? I think we'll mm,
1: still no. see them. You'll I, still, see wraith see knights. I think you'll see one unit of wraith
2: guard. You won't go double wraith guard anymore. Yep. I think people are just going think... to take specters and. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Actually.
4: Oh, no, no, yeah, I was agreeing with you. I think specters will be, you'll see more specters. Um, I think you won't see Wraith Knight in every list, but I don't think you'll, you'll blank or do a double take when you see it in some list. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I think, think, I, think I think the Wraith Knight becomes the domain of the four and one Eldar list.
2: I mm-hmm. think you end up just taking like double Night Spinner, some yep. Fire Prisms, Shadow Specters, Warp Spiders, and Character Panoply, right? Essentially, and a Yinkarn.
4: Fire You're, Prisms your list- randomly go.
2: You 20. take three
0: ravagers and
2: No
4: no, no I'm, I'm I'm done interrupting. I'm muting my mic. No,
2: no, no, you're good actually, Tim. It's because there's so many of us that it's hard to manage it. So I and I
4: want you to talk more than I want to talk. Uh
2: Ravagers. Uh, yeah. I was just
4: I was just saying that fire that the night night spinner is now randomly better into custodies than it was before, and it was already very good in custodies. <laughs> yes,
3: that's the true <laughs> nerf for custodies. The way that they cop it from the devastating rats change from so many different. It's just like, oof. Yeah, it's uh, actually better now for warp
2: spider. Somebody in chat pointed it out. Like yeah. if you put. That unit in with just devastating wounds. It just bypasses armor saves instead of people being able to take feel no pains. So it's just uh, good into random. Well, nonsense. they can take regular feel no pains. They just can't take mortal wounds. Yeah, the mortal no one wound one. one. So it's right.
0: good though into multiple units just because of that. There's not a ton so, out there that has a specific mortal wound feel no pain though, right? So. Watcher in the dark. Yeah, I mean it's like <laughs> Watcher in the dark, the Norn, the Norn emissary, Custodic. and then like the Lion and Custodes, right? Like it's a right. few things, but it's not a ton. Yeah.
2: There's. Other people had triggerables to help defend them against dev wounds. I think, right? It was less. It wasn't as. Com- it wasn't that common. It's not reality? as common in this edition.
1: No, um, but most of the conditional feel in the paints were mortal wounds, unless it yeah. was against psychic. All right. Um, enough with Eldari. They didn't go far enough, but they at least hit the worst defenders. Not hard enough,
0: but they hit. Yeah, them. I think this puts Eldar into the place where if you are better than the Eldar player, you will probably beat them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Chaos. Here.
0: <laughs> go ahead
4: timmy how do you feel about your boys okay um mm, grade. i think um so a lot of the nurgle and the slanesh stuff went down in points which it need i don't think it went far enough um yeah the great and clean one basically he went down randomly and he was already you were seeing him in some lists um it was he was decent tech to just kind of like push into the center and it was nice because he was so hard to kill, but he was not very threatening that people would just kind of be forced to ignore him or play around him. And it helped really trigger a Shadow in No Man's Land, which meant that if you randomly lost Bellicor, all your army rules didn't turn off. It was also really good for just doing homers in the
0: center over and over again.
4: Now, basically, he
0: gets non-zero three-inch deep strike on my opponent's home objective. <laughs> just be like, here, go with yeah. this guy.
4: That's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so now he basically gets the upgrade for the film of pain, which you were basically was mandatory on him. You're getting it for free. Uh flamers up a little bit, which is not really a surprise. That you know was probably a little too good. Fiends went down, but I don't think they went down hard enough. But they're beasts, so they can go through walls. You can start them on the board. Um, I'm very happy with the uh the cuts to demonettes and to blood letters. Those were too expensive. Um the I was a little surprised that the bloodthirster going up. Um, Bellacor. Yeah, I was not impressed with that guy. Bellacor, you still take him. Shalaxy, you still probably take her. Uh, Lord of Change. Not really surprised to see that guy go up. I think now most people's... The people that are running three Lords of Change and, uh, Kairos, I think their list got better because that list sucked and now they dropped the, uh, two Lords of Change that don't have the enhancement. (laughs) And, uh, Changeling, I think you still probably run him. Maybe. I think... I think
0: scribes there's argument for scribes being uh I think a side well, grade a and then if you start with scribes and maybe the mask and then if you have the points you maybe push it. Yeah, yeah I do like the mask
4: a lot. Um I'm happy to see how much does she go down by. I don't have a point She hit the same. Yeah, that's unfortunately like I think that. she's a she's a little too expensive but uh depending on how the list go into uh, her buff where she just hits something and makes it minus 1 to wound uh is situationally strong so I think people could play with her. Um all, all in all, I think this is mostly a side grade for demons. Which I, think um, I don't is think fine they get
0: because demons were—it's fine—like were 50% win rate already, and they didn't need buffs because everything else is getting hit above them, right? So yep. you yeah. don't want to put a point where demons are. You want to, want to kind of adjust to... the internal balance on demons, not push them off because they're fine. Yeah. right? To be clear, this is off.
4: this is a side grade in a vacuum. So in the ecosystem, this might end up being a slight uptick.
1: Yep. Nerglings at so 35 down down points down. for That's three fine is very
4: funny. Yeah. Two point nine w- points per per wound now for Nerglings. That's pretty good. All right, CK. Um, I would say small to medium win. Um, a lot of the stuff that was uh immediately and above them went down. Um, I think the. I would have said that it would have been a side grade, uh, because their best data sheet went up by ten points, but um the carnivores went down by 20 points and carnivores were felt very good in literally every matchup except for custodies and custodies they honestly kind of felt worse than just taking more thermal spears um so now that that's an option uh it feels good the biggest one i know gabe c from the discord is very excited about so my, the rampager is now down 15 points it was already kind of cheap before i think they finally crossed the threshold where it's pushed uh, it's now come clocks in at 380. Uh, it's good because you can uh, now you can threaten a Rampager that that can't get shot and then can advance and charge through a wall and then take shock with 22 dice um, and then start swinging with uh, exploding sixes. Um, it also if you're now running carnivores, you can long leash and um, and basically give three carnivores uh, a turn. Reroll ones to hit in close combat before you commit the rampage you're in if you decide to go over Car Wars first. Uh brigands, you probably still take five to six at 160. Um what really kind of hurt was when you're filling out the other data sheets. Um, the stalkers, the huntsmen, um and the yeah, they went up to 150, which is not great. The executioner, which was already kind of kind of trash at 135, somehow got worse now that it's 150 <laughs> and you already didn't really want to take it because there's so much terrain on the tables, you can't really leverage its range and it's AP1. So, the best you're doing is turning off cover. You're doing nothing into two up armor saves. Uh, so, you're still not going to see that. And then, uh, like I said, the scribes, Nurgling's got cheaper, scribes stay the same. So, if you want to take, uh, if you want to fill like, if you have 100 points left, you want to fill that out with the Nurgling unit and the scribes, uh, that plugs them perfectly. So, I think CK, oh, and the battle shock change specifically the stratagem once per game. And now you have to use it before uh, you roll. That's a big, a big, change. big change with damage going down across the game. You're going to see more of those games kind of grind out to round three, four and five. And it actually starts that, that army rule actually
0: start coming to effect now. Yep. Yep. You basically, you can not fit 14 dogs. Now is the other main thing, right? Like you, that's just not a list that you can really run anymore. No,
4: that, that list went up 160 points. So you are just flat out a dog, maybe two. Yep. All right. CSM. Um, I would say broadly good
0: yeah yeah I think um, CSM made up pretty well
1: yeah like the, the the only things that they got increases on were obliterators Rubik Marines but that was a side nerf uh the Forge Fiend and Abaddon everything else either went down or stayed the same and CSM were just on that cusp of being really good that um they did eat the nerf um, in that they can't double Nurgle strat anymore because it is not a battle tactic. The only battle tactic mm-hmm. that they have is
0: Profane Zeal, which is the full. I reward. really don't feel like that's a nerf. What were you double ever double Nurgle straining? I'm saying as an availability, if you wanted to do sure. it. Sure. If you were playing a list that didn't exist, then your list is worse now. Yep. <laughs> uh,
4: I see, I saw. I've I've seen that list in the wild, but also I have seen it in the it. wild.
0: Like I go. I read every so- CSM list every week. because it- yeah. As
4: soon as that list runs into someone that like knows the order of operations and they target the Cast Lord list uh, unit first, it just stopped working. Yeah, yeah, Um, but I think if you're running Anthony's list, I think now you just cut Cypher because he's a little bit too expensive and his Vect is is uh, broadly less useful. Yeah. And you cut you cut that and then you change one unit of obliterators, you change their undivided mark to now uh probably Nurgle to help with Necrons. And I think that comes out um as a wash on points. Um, probably. Anthony, we were talking now. about it a little bit before. That's that's probably pretty close to where you land.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of vect units are going to get pulled out of armies now, just because vect is so narrow. Like the Calidus assassins, vect is pretty narrow. You might still it's keep her saying. because of the redeploy stuff that she can do. And points, she does right, go down quite substantially. They can tennis.
0: Anybody who's worth thinking about that, like sort of the Vec nerf, um, command reroll is still a battle tactic, so there is always something you can hit in almost any time you're playing against. It just so if means if you want that unit for its own merits, it's still fine, but and there is always going to be something you can hit because command reroll is right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Death God. Okay, was leading the meta with his I'll, I'll uh, with his, his run this I'll, I'll weekend for two minutes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Death Guard. Uh I'm really upset because all the stuff that got better in Death Guard is stuff that I don't own. I own everything in this army except Plague Marines. I have bolter plague marines and that's it. Broadly, um, uh, I think every unit in the army except the Miasmic Maligophar and the Predator Annihilator went down somewhere from five to five to thirty-five points. Um 45 in the case of mortarian and the plague sergeant who was already terrible um so you saw we saw points drops to the rhino the land raider plague marines went down four points a model um the character that leads them all went down five mostly mortarian went down 45 and it was already an auto take uh pox at 10 typhus went down 15. uh the list that i took to my event last weekend went down 195 points and it didn't have any plague marines in it it very easily would have gone down more if i'd had any of those um the extra ability is very good very good for giving you so it's either minus one save minus one weapon skill visit skill or minus one uh, leadership in oc probably you can write off the third one it's fairly situational. plague marine is already oc2 and then it caps at minus, uh, minimum one anyway, so I wouldn't generally worry about that one. But defensively, the minus one uh, weapon skill plus skill is great. There are a ton of units with it, access to minus one to hit, and you can stack that, and then to have minus one to hit and plus one plus skill, which means Marines are hitting you on five. Suddenly, uh, a guard's unit hitting you on sixes. It's super great, very very useful. Um, then the minus one save. One of the biggest issues with that unit with the army is a generally fairly low AP. There's a plus one AP stratagem, which is an additional plus one if they're on an effective objective and you roll, a, you roll a critical wound. Don't worry about that. It's plus one AP. So there's a plus one AP stratagem, and now everything is going to be minus one safe, which means that baseline, you can have a unit of, like, um, Terminators hitting functionally AP four. Like, there's a lot of capacity to get really, really high AP. And one of the biggest issues with uh, melee this edition is the generally low strength of melee weapons. Well, Death Guard do have a minus one toughness aura that means that a lot of things, you are wounding them on threes, potentially real ones from Rotarian. And there's a lot of capacity to get a lot of damage through from fairly small units that aren't that expensive. Like a Plague Marine squad can run something like 80 points with a character that gives them crit hits on fives and lethal hits. And then they get two plasma guns, uh blight launcher. So that's a bunch of damage to shooting. And then also like three heavy plague weapons for nine attacks at 622 lethal hits, which is then effectively 632 lethal hits. Like that's a decent amount of damage for an 80 point squad with OC2 that can go in a rhino, you can put two squads in a rhino with a character um lots of little capacity for getting some really good like activation count out of this army um you can put yeah it's sub 700 points for 30 plague marines and three rhinos um i think it's 235 i think it's like 710 points or something stupid like that um which you can then run alongside more tougher and a shooting battery you can run terminators typhus is still amazing um he get a lot of the problems that are, sol- are solved by just giving all that stuff an extra ap in combat Plus the shooting. There's a ton of AP2 and AP1 shooting with ignore cover in this army from plague spitters, or whether that's on the bloat drones, on the um you can put them on the side weapon of weapons, the player crawlers. You can have plague spears in your plague marine squads if you want to sacrifice some of the shooting. You can like there's lots of like decent strength anti-infantry two plus uh with fairly low AP shooting. And when you suddenly push that up to AP AP1 to AP2, AP2 to AP3, it's a big breakpoint into a ton of the game right now. Um and I think it's really, really well positioned for Death Guard to have. That kind of slow inexorable wall that when it gets to you you feel punished but you've got time to stop it right um and i don't think that's going to be world beaters off of this i definitely think they're going to sort of settle somewhere into the middle of the pack but that's a huge increase from where they were which was literally half the win rate of eldar um i think this seems like a really cool army i think there's a lot of really cool stuff here um the characters were all great the contagion like they now actually have a detachment rule it was just sticky objectives before um i'm really hyped for death guard they're definitely something that i'll be cracking up for rdts i'm not sure i'm gonna like taking to LGT or anything like that but i this is a really cool army and i think anybody who plays death guard should be super excited anybody who's like feeling down on their current army and you have a death Guard army give it a look it's super interesting
1: Yep, and Knight of the Fallen points out that Hellbrutes put Contagions on units, which for the minus one bliss Seal weapon skill, or even just X-Ray. Do you AP. want to run a
0: land speed or Hailstrike that costs more and moves slower, please please be my guest. Um, Space <laughs> <it's basically laughs> players already aren't running them and they're better than Death Guard are. Oh, you don't I need know. a worse version of that.
2: Alright, Drukhari. It's fine. <laughs> they got points decreases on a bunch of stuff, so you can take more stuff with your Void Ravens, which is kind of the list that I've seen people playing recently, is just plain spam. Which is fine.
3: The like void fit, was.
2: Go ahead. You can fit more stuff. Like sc- scourges went down, which makes no sense to me in my brain. Like ten points oh, less the for ten scourges. Man went up. The ten men went up, but you were never t- you you weren't taking ten mans You were always taking five mans because you didn't get more weapons when you ran a ten man. So <laughs> yeah. you're running the. You got points back on scourges. There's cool stuff in here, like Lilith going down 20 points, I think is really interesting because she already was kind of like close to being well-costed as far as like a combat unit went. But like the power in the Drukhari list is not combat right now. It's just in dark light weapons. So hey, the can fact that you Altair get there and
0: Lilith and have some decent combat.
2: Yeah, you can do those things and like you can epic challenge out freaking Necron characters and bricks to try to take them down. But, like, you can take more dark like weapons. You can take more mission play units now because they all got points cost essentially. So, you're just yep. going to have your planes plus more stuff, which is fine. I don't think it's enough to bring the army out of kind of like where it's sitting right now, which is that only Skari can win with it. Um, <laughs> Love but, Skari. <laughs> like, these are fine buffs, but they needed more stuff. Like, yep somewhere but part of that's just the problem with the addition being terrible for combat units and that anything that does combat in the drukar army
0: just isn't durable enough to get there yep i can't believe that the uh witches call a 20 point nerf and i still think they're 20 points too expensive
3: yep they're still <laughs> but, too expensive do you think that there are there any knock-on effects when these points changes for inari
1: well, uh, Ravagers yeah, got twenty points is. more expensive, so you're not going to take three of them in
2: Eldari anymore. You're still oh, you going to take you. You still will take three Ravagers in Yunari If You're paying because... the your
0: brain tax. You will bring three. You will still bring three.
2: Yeah, and you'll bring Scourge. Maybe
0: I don't know if you can bring Scourges actually in know. Yeah, you I can. Mean, I can. Then you can.
2: you'll probably take those, and you got some of your discount there. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, a I've bunch... definitely already
0: seen some lists with like three Ravagers, three. It's like three Ravagers, three Scourges, two Fire Prisms, two Night Spinners, Yvrain, Yunkarn, and then like some Spectres and Spiders, and that still fits in 2k pretty easily.
2: And it's very good. It looks real good. Like whole, whole spam plus stuff. Alrighty.
1: Gene
0: the Cults. Pretty
1: much what we okay. expected to see.
0: I think <laughs> this was the right nerf, and this is the scale of nerf we should have seen for Eldar in Capacity. So... The hit on cult ambush tokens is tough, right? It's a thing that you're going to have to deal with. You're no longer going to have infinite recursion for all your units. However, it never really came up. It was a thing your opponent had to play around. It's still a thing your opponent had to play around. You assumed that you were never going to get anything back because if you were getting stuff back, you were probably winning the game anyway. So that change doesn't really matter. And the points changes are all very manageable broadly. Cut a squad of acolytes from your list. You you're you can't double three-inch deep strike them anyway. You can't double plus one plus kill them anyway. So you don't need you don't need all those squads anymore. Cut one of your next and you easily swallow all these point changes. And your list is still insanely high damage. You still have a very good stratagem in the low up strategy. You can probably cut meticulous planner now to give you back forty more points. Um, there's maybe an argument for running like a couple of fives of pure strains if you're not running aberrants to just have some forward pressure. Like nothing here seems bad. Um, cults are still going to be a Fairly high, a very high damaging army that has punishing play patterns. If you don't deal with it well, three inch deep is still an incredible gameplay piece, Um aberrants are still very resilient and very good at taking the mid board and with devastating wounds longer spilling and them having a native feel no pain, um, they're suddenly much better to devastating wounds. Um You're not going to get them picked up by a Wraith Knight anymore randomly and lose that matchup. So I don't know, I, I feel like gene circles are fine. I, I definitely think they settle somewhere into like the upper half of the armies and sort of like that top 10 and where they'll fall will depend on how good you are as a player. Um one last thing I'll say, if Genesircults fall out of being the second best army in the game, they will probably be better than they should be, because if they fall down to where they should be like the sixth or seventh or eighth best army, they'll punch up above that, because people will stop doing the things they're doing now, which is teching for Gene circlets because you have to, because they're the second best army in the game, and you're expecting to play them a bunch of tournaments. Yep. Once that falls off a little bit, you stop seeing people bringing all of the defensive tech into Gene Genesircults, you start seeing Spaceman players get greedy on Infiltrators again, and um, the clam of this might still go, and go away in the mirror, or they'll not run the 12 inch deep strike relic or the unit that just happens to have that they sit in the backfield. And once that starts falling away, gene circles just kind of chip away a little bit every a little bit here and there, at that meta-representation and punch a little bit above their way. So I think don't overreact, gene cell cults are fine, but they are a little bit weaker than they were. And that's fine because they were completely screwed before.
4: Yep.
1: Grey knights. Um jesus
2: <laughs> big points discounts massive discount, point discounts across discount, the
0: board discount day on was purgation Spot the biggest decrease of anything in the game i think it was
2: uh
1: on a point per points? model basis yes like for like regular squads because obviously there were some that went down a yeah, lot like but they four, were like, like 45 but
0: yeah yeah um, like
1: the bane blade went down 60 but yeah for a, like this is a massive change um they had copped a nerf in the indirect um, and now they got back their points. Um, yeah, just massive point drops across the thing. The only things that didn't go down were the Flyers, the Venerable Dreadnought, the Servitors, and the Land Raider Banisher. Uh, but all the other Land Raiders went down by oh, a similar the banisher amount. Banisher
0: still have rules? Jesus.
1: It's still made by Forgeworld, apparently. Did not think they still sold that. Neither did I. I was surprised. Uh, but yeah, you, you get a ton of stuff. Uh, Terminators, probably you gained the least out of them um but that's because that's where the with the good builds that you were saying were
0: running them yeah um, and they still you're, you're gonna fit you're gonna cop like 100 points of changes here which is probably enough that once you cut that exaction squad that you can't run anymore anyway you can fit in like a strike squad or something like that from like jack yeah list. it's basically yeah. What you're looking at. and it doesn't change a ton for the list it loses a little bit i don't i think your, your, your eyes probably see the same which is probably fine because that rule set like they're gonna get a little bit better but that rule set is one of those ones that becomes oppressive real quick if it's good. Like it's so much teleportation and movement and I almost don't want it to be a top level army because trying to deal with that for the average player and trying to play that as the average player is miserable. So
1: correct. All right. Leagues. Uh, Well, we already talked about the rule change being massive and then they got point cuts on the 17 to 20% range, depending on the unit. Um, Some of these things are now hilariously cheap. Three Thunderkin for 75 points. Um, The Land Fortress at 225 is definitely a mood when you looked at what it was last edition, but obviously it's not last edition's data sheet anymore. Um, and then Sagittarius at 100 points feels real good. Um, that data sheet's actually really good. Sagittar
0: are like a top 10 game data sheet, frankly. But... Yeah,
1: yeah. And you can actually, you know, put cheaper stuff in them now, so it's more worthwhile. Like I, was, I wrote a list earlier that had six Sagittars, 30 Warriors, 12 or 18 Thunderkin and support characters and 10 Hearthguard, and I was just like, How do I get so much shit in here? Um, Oliver Johnson's list that went six and two at TNA Open this weekend. Uh, you can add two full Sagittars with Hearthkin and still have
0: points left over. That's uh, yeah. one of to of Hearthkin because this was to do for anybody who's yes. not following the map yes, on that is. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so that's like 300, 300 points it gained basically.
1: I think that's gonna be really good for them. Uh, Necrons.
2: <laughs> internal our, rebalance would be the best answer for this one. It's our thick city of 10th edition. Yes. Very Canadian. much so. They thick city Necrons yeah. into second place.
1: Yeah, apparently Illuminor Zerus and Necron Warriors both needed to go down.
0: Zerus was expensive at 220, but man, that guy has a lot of rules on that. They, and she, that's the thing, <laughs> he
1: wasn't expensive at 220. He was probably perfectly fine. Uh, yeah, like the Lich Guard build got hit. Cryptothrall's went up 20 for two. Your, um, <clears throat> excuse me, your Lich Guard themselves went up 20 points for five. So that li- that that right there went up by 60 points per brick. So the list on its own went up 120. If you were running DDAs, which you usually were, then you went up another 75 points. Like The list went up almost 200 points, more than that actually, more than 200 points for what we are seeing in your typical like double Lich Guard brick build. Um, but you can just pivot. You pivot to warriors, which are now 11 points a model.
0: Which is probably fine in a vacuum, but...
1: But with the dev wound change no longer spilling, your warriors are now even harder to kill. Some armies will have the volume to deal with it, some armies will not. Yeah,
0: People are a little worried about necrons. I think it remains to be seen. I, I definitely think people... Um, I know things like Liam Hackett's list from WTC is what people are worrying about, which is just the two squads of Necron that just choke you forever. Mm-hmm. I think that list had a very specific thing of the meta was not expecting it and did not have a yep. plan to deal with it. Give people some time to play into that. You can build there are a lot of armies that can bring enough blast weapons to deal with that. There are Perfect. armies that can't, and you'll have to work around that, but you know, like a big squad of Alarus with all the grenades and things like that can definitely shoot through some volume of that squad and shooting it because it has the characters in it. And, you know, if you're just trying to kill it with custodian guard on, that aren't controlling an objective, yeah, sorry, man, tough shit. But, yeah, you know, there the are ways to know
1: is that overlords copped a nerf because they can no longer use the reanimation, the protocol of the Undying Legions, I think it is, yeah. uh, for free anymore or a second time. Um So they are limited to just a single activation in the shooting and a single activation in the fight phase. How many um, points
2: is Nightbringer now as well? Sorry.
1: my uh, Nightbringer I, didn't change as far as I know.
2: Transcendent went up...
3: up 20. Down,
2: Tesseract Vault's <laughs> going down 50 and the Silent King going down 50 are both kind of interesting to me. Along with, I'm sure Cliff, you're excited about Monoliths getting Oh better. yeah,
3: big point time is like on the table for yeah. Nightgrounds, which is amazing.
2: Yeah, you
1: can fit a whole lot of big boys on the table for Necrons now. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess I am missing Nightbringer from here. I oh, know. Shard of the Nightbringer. There he is. Yeah. 255. Yeah, none of the, none of the named
2: uh, Catans changed. You probably just take Nightbringer now, then instead of Transcendent. Maybe you still take the
1: Transcendent. Uh, the Transcendent went up
2: 20, but with the Feel No Pain, he yeah, is so good.
0: They both. Yeah, do, do both? You could do both.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right, Orcs. Orcs is a similar army to Marines in that they saw mostly decreases but a few increases to units that were just being taken too much um the no most notable ones here were the beast boss went up 20 points which is fine um big max all went down a bunch of your name characters went down uh, yeah just decreases across the board mech guns went up 10 points a model trucks went to 60 points which is probably where they should be at and of course ben jerk points out not the big trap <laughs> big track Ben, went up 15 ben, points. Gold scores went down 15, bro. It's fine. Yeah, man. yeah. You, you <laughs> can you can go kill all the characters you want, Ben. All right, but yeah, that's orcs. I, I think they're going to be fine after this. They were one of those armies that was just on the edge, and with a lot of the changes that you're seeing right now, that activation locking style build that was run at the WTC still works really well. There is an, an error, error on just this. Just to
0: be our buzzword of the edition at this point.
4: Yeah, uh, we'll, there's we'll an error on that last one, but yeah. There's An okay. error on the orc sheet though. Uh, mega knobs are uh min squad size of two, not three, so they are 30 points a model, not 20.
3: Tim, hmm. were you talking earlier about like orc potential to just swamp the board? Well, I mean, or, it's still there, like it's still here, and like perhaps even like increase. I mean, their, their
4: biggest natural predator, um, I'd argue was custodies, and yeah. uh, that custodies are still good, but they have now. Hit that critical mass if they just don't immediately shut you out. Um, so yeah. I think I think orcs are very poised to be better than people think they're going to be. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel that way about. I that. think people should be. I think people should be nervous about orcs.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm always but, nervous about orcs. I live near Brian. <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't worry, he'll keep playing Eldari. You'll be fine. Can we just not talk about how Tal make me incredibly unhappy? <laughs> look like, look, at, all look, look, look at all the me. green. Look at all the green. Yeah. Talk about uh, buffing a faction uh, that didn't need points decreases this much in an army that was probably actually
0: good uh, in secret. This is
1: bad, but it's we'll still, see how this works. On, right? the,
0: the five points on Crisis suits, I genuinely don't care about. It's 55 fucking points on a Riptide? On a rip tides, Yeah. <laughs>
3: You
1: can run from it, but you can't hide from it. The trip tide, <laughs> trip tide comes tied, always
3: arrives. Triptide.
1: Every
4: single
3: edition. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> has, has it has to go, go back. The
2: perplexity to
3: me really is ghost kills, which were great, I thought, at 170. Like, it's super good. durable, loan up It's just a problem to deal with. And you're just like... Wait, it.
0: wrong one. Like, what?
3: How? That one.
0: Gosh. Yeah, the Daisy chaining oh, being gone no. is <laughs> a meaningful.
1: God <laughs> <change>. damn it. <laughs> jelly <laughs> hosing you can't talk idiots into letting you daisy chain it anymore so
0: now can we talk about the storm surge as well like 400 100? points of the storm That's surge such... is real fun it's very good you can fit triple I... surge treptide and a crisis brick now There's so many yeah you can just literally toughness something like that yeah, yeah. Also, well so i think Clips, aren't you that make tough, a really
2: yeah. good point um that the decrease on the stealth suit not stealth suits the ghost skills ghost ghost yeah. is actually ghost skills were already good with Lona. So they're just better now because <laughs> they got points decreases the All amount right. of points decreases but, on tau is a problem let's stop And i don't think they're going to realize it until later maybe i'm wrong look if i'm wrong i will figure out a
0: tattoo bet for tau okay I will. <laughs> i'm wrong you will eat I'll one resin out. you will eat one resin stealth suit no, I don't, I, oh don't need, I don't need cancer. I don't I don't need cancer.
3: No, no, no. We will, <laughs> we I will, will get take? a
2: shield drone tattooed somewhere. There
1: you go. No, no. We we will take one, we will mold it, and then we will make candy in the shape of it. And you'll have to eat those on air. Oh,
0: that's oh, good. Oh god. Like I was gonna say tattoo. Can we can what? we make them guys out there instead? Yeah, that's all right, thousand suns uh, poor thousand sons, man. Why, this <laughs> army definitely got the hardest nerf of any of the armies in, like, the top five. Yeah, uh, you can't
1: indirect for free anymore, because that's a 2CP strat, and it's not battle tactic. Uh You can't blank damage twice anymore, because it's not a battle tactic. You can reroll all hits and wounds with psychic weapons, and that's it.
0: Yeah, which is still good because that's definitely one that you want to be able to use twice. So I think it's fine. Hundred percent, and it makes more sense as well a Cabalistic ritual of being like, "Hey, Cabalistic ritual, my friends give me power rather than my friends let me see further." Like, I don't know, I, I like the idea the the lore behind it a little better. Um, yeah. it definitely helps balance the army a little bit more because you, you know, if you're playing against size and Sons and they go first, they cannot use the indirect strategy against you now, right? That's the big, the biggest immediate change. Yeah. Um, is that there's no way, and that honestly, for me alone, that would have been. Enough with like a point hit on Magnus and Vortex Beasts. And I would have been happy there. And then all the other points changes happened. Every
1: single character went up. Rubrics went up. Terminators went up. Changeling uh, the, went up. The Footprints went down 30.
0: Woo-hoo.
1: Looking at you, TJ. Uh, but the Demon Prince with <laughs> of Wings, out. of course, had to go up 5 points. Uh, the Mauler Fiend apparently was too cheap. It needed to go up 15 points. Uh, and then same with the predators i'm sorry nick but you brought this upon yourself well, by obviously doing too when, well when with they one. can double
0: move they have to be more expensive right
1: sure but were they already fine cost-wise probably yeah
0: When's that ever matter to gw
1: that's true but they did make the vindicator 10 points cheaper so yay and zangor's are unchanged
0: double moving vindicator let's go i hear yeah. nina i hear you can table um table right Knights with enlightened and zangor so
1: <laughs> all right so that's thousand Sons. um they're definitely they 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 probably caught the worst of it of the armies that didn't really Again, need though, that much
0: I of an will be fine t have yep. a very very powerful base rule set magnus is still great plus one to and wound is incredible aura they're just a little more fair about how they deal damage now and that's yep. not a bad thing for everyone else in the meta. i think t sons will still be fairly decent
1: yep tyranids making me sad
0: before the book out. <laughs> i think this so makes three what? of the five people on here just so sad. i genuinely don't care about almost anything this year because the, what you have here right is compared to the current codec is compared to the current munitor field manual what everybody read was the points in the index in the codex which were way lower than this with things like yeah. the 45.5 because it hadn't gone through the indirect change and things like that yep with relating it to just just the index, not to the codex points that we all saw and went, oh my god, everything went down a bit. We're just going up a little bit. And, lower, that's, having and that's why, a why I put rules. the
1: Munitorum points here, yeah. because that's really what we're comparing to, because obviously Growing the codex went to print before
0: they made a whole bunch of changes. Kill the fuck out challenge level impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing I do here think... is bad. Lictors yeah. lost their vulnerable save and went down 15 points. Fine. The lictors there if you still want them to have vulnerable save. Forming-ons went down a bit. They were already attractive. Things like Deathly Bird. Deathly Bird got a third portable save and got cheaper and is now impossible to move, but don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing here is bad. There are very small point changes. The Bio board is the only real sad one. And I guess like the. The 20 point solo ripper is a little less appealing than when they were 50. And you maybe only run one, you maybe run like one or two of them instead of four instead of always running.
1: Yeah, I, now, I had to get a little creative here because originally it was three for 35, now it's three for 60. And I wasn't sure how to do it, so I just did it by the solo because that's the now, lowest unit you could
0: take it in. The elephant in the room, obviously. If you scroll down a little bit from where you are on that picture, there's a little unit called the Tyranifex that got <laughs> <the God laughs> taken out. If out you were a play player, I'm really sorry, you got old (laughs) Gellard.
2: I will say that 270 points for Swarmlord is like, makes me wonder if somebody just got real bad touched by the (laughs) Swarmlord.
0: I think the idea there was that they are nerfing the free strats. So having Mm -hmm. the units that give you plus one CP just need to go up a little bit, which is weird because they dropped Azure 15, but... uh, Mm -hmm. No one was running uh, Asriel. I think the I Swan think... Lord is pretty poor. Uh I still I don't think he was good before. I don't I don't mind the tyrant changes. The zone thrope changes are fine. People were spamming 18 of them. Put them up yeah. to six points of model. It's fine. Um nothing in turn is here is like it's fine, guys. Just chill out. We've got a new codex, we've got a ton of a ton of new options. Give it a chance to give it a chance to set. I'm not currently building Von Ryan's Leapers or anything. Sure. So
2: I'm gonna say yeah. that I'm sad, but I'm really excited to test your this weekend into people.
0: So A2. I that's definitely. All. If you all you did was look at the points. Yeah, that's a, the Lord had a plus one CP and a vec. That there was no way he was going on adjusted yeah. in a just you know world where people were there hitting CP abilities. He's now too expensive. If yeah, he is. But I understand why. If you mm-hmm. were just looking, at, if you looked at the turreted book points, and you were like, I'm going to start writing lists with 45 point bio boards and extra greens that went down 10 points. I got I got a bridge to sell you. Please, <laughs> um, DM me. Drop drop me a line anytime. Um, <laughs>
3: This is small, but I do appreciate that someone was like, hey, Lictors are now just the Wish.com lictors, so they should probably be less expensive. Right? All right. Cool. Let's yep. do that.
0: The right, Lictor right, does got- rapid ingress for zero and have damage to melee. Like, the Lictor kills things you call my The neurolictor tickles things. There is still my mileage Lictor.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think it's a both-and, but there's a little bit of a... Yeah.
0: Yep. You right. take both. Just do yeah. both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: we got oh, about you know,
1: 13 it, minutes left. your are it, and it has a hard out, so let's get the last two done, and then we can go to right. our overall thoughts. Yep. World Eaters! Seems uh, fine. Points
0: uh, cuts across seems the board,
1: seems, except for the Forge Fiends somehow.
0: Yeah, forge Fiends are too good, so they just hit them all. Didn't the Lord of Skulls also go up? <laughs> no, the Lord of Skulls down? went
1: down. Oh, he did because he was, was he was five twenty five in the Towering update, which he went up by like hundred and ten points because they made him more expensive than the CSM Lord of Skulls. <laughs> <laughs> now the... he's the same price as the CSM Lord of Skulls, so it's you know it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, really? I, I don't this know what one... they were thinking with that original change, but they reverted it and they said, "No, no, it's the same as the CSM one."
4: Jury, jury is out on this one. I think yeah. um, we really got to see what the meta shifts to uh, with custodies being um, taken down a couple pegs. That get, definitely gives the melee uh, armies room to uh, breathe. So does the Overwatch change. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been rumblings um, that broad level that they're that some uh, people might start experimenting with hordes and then hordes might actually uh, have room to grow and breathe if that's the case then the profiles that world leaders bring in the bear might actually uh have a spot in the meta. Mm-hmm. if we stick to like monsters and vehicles and stuff like that it's might be a little bit too much for uh world leaders to overcome uh just because they didn't really get the same increase to strength ap and damage that uh, a lot of the shooting profiles did, did you, they got the strength well, they're they're just
0: not the their play
4: pattern, their play pattern, are where they basically start hitting a bunch of turn one, turn two charges, and they hold you in your deployment zone uh, for a couple turns. And by the time you break out, they've already ran away with the score. Uh, they have gotten better at that play pattern by by virtue of putting more stuff on the table. Um, so this one definitely will need will need some testing. Jury is out, but I think it looks promising. It's definitely better than it was.
0: I think World Ears will stay bottom half, but they'll be closer to that middle zone kind of what we're looking at. Yeah. Like I think it's also depending on, you win, on right
4: army, but. I think they might also have a rough time into Death Guard if Death Guard get more popular. Uh I think if they slam into Death Guard, um they might not come out of that one unscathed. So if Death Guard become popular, it might might hold world leaders back a little bit. Yeah,
0: minus one to hit and minus one weapon skill is not That's a great combo in your pure melee army. Yeah. The hits on threes.
1: But moving movement in the right direction. We'll see if it ends up being enough.
0: Yeah, for sure. Angron's still a really good data sheet as well. So Angle's an amazing data sheet. He's the only Primark i have not taken to a tournament yet. Yeah. get on that. It's too late. I don't want a World leaders army, so if anybody in the UK wants to lend me one for an archetype, so team.
1: someone want to lend Innis a
0: Warhound, an Angron, and a Rampager. <laughs> let's. If you have got that, let's talk. <laughs> I got a team event in December that I'm not meant to be
1: trying at because <laughs> I think that is really close to 2,000 on the nose because it's 380, 415, and 1,100. Yeah, you actually have a few points left over.
0: Yeah, I get to run the uh, the enhancement guy, so like, I get to reroll my bloodline. Run <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, and last but not least, we have Agents of the Imperium. Um, biggest, there were only three changes here. Exaction Squad, we already covered it. They went to a 10-man, and they also went up four points a model. So they are now 110 <coughs> for 10. Uh, I don't think you'll ever take these as Imperium allies again.
0: No, I think that unit yeah. doesn't exist anymore.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh, look guilty, at, look at as this we said, a... guilty players rejoice. This look at this is a nerf to custodies and to uh imperial knights in addition to everything else and Grey knights.
3: Yeah, shout out uh, to the Calidus going down due to the changes. in
1: a... Yeah, the Calidus went down 25 points, which was definitely a choice. Uh, that data sheet is still real good.
0: So push, I think you run yeah. the Aversher instead, though, because the Aversher advance in actions. <laughs> well, that's good, but yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and the U-versa is also only seventy five. So, exactly. uh, well, and then the boys went up a, went up two points a model. So they're now fifty for five again. Nerve two
0: nights because they looked at them. And they're Jones. like, well, if we're going to make exaction squads terrible, we can't make these guys really cheap. <laughs> yeah, some four side squad. <laughs> <And> four <laughs> <Shall
1: five. we? laughs> I don't actually know what that is. I just know that it's one of the various kill team things that was. Oh, it's uh, exactly.
0: It's one of the. um. It's Exaction Squad, Subduction Squad, and the other one. They're the different kill teams for our cop. Space Cop. All right.
3: Yeah, space Innes, and
2: alternate build. Do we want to do with you. summary and hot takes? Yeah. In
1: a summary and hot takes.
0: Summary and hot takes. Uh, Eldar are still on top. There, There is a lot of room for number two right now. Some people think it's going to be Necrons. I think CSM, NIDS, GSC um, all have a decent argument for it still. Um, it remains to be seen. There's a lot more room for experimentation in this meta. Uh, I definitely think it's more um, viable that you can take a game to Elder now if you plan for it as well. Like, Elder are going to be a lot more model build there because there are things that are good in that codex and things that aren't now. Um, in the same way, in a way that there just kind of wasn't, you can plan They're just like if Wraith Guard are the thing that's good now, you just plan to be able to be Wraith Guard and vehicles. If it's going to be infantry, if it's going to be Yanari's spam, like you at least know that there's guns that are going to have to be in the open to shoot you because one of them can fire and fade for two CP and the other one is stuck there, it can't phantasm. So, if you can limit what they're shooting, if you can you know plan around that, then there is a world where you can be elder players and you probably will be elder players that are not as good as you if you make a plan. The best elder players in the world are probably still going to win all the tournaments, but. You get bad, you get bad luck sometimes, so you just got to play to your acts. um I'm really excited for Death Guard. I'm really excited for Blood Angels. I'm really excited for Dark Angels, and I am going to try Pterodactyls. I don't know what I'm excited about yet, but something in there will excite me.
3: Makes
1: sense. Cliff, hot takes and overall summary.
3: Um, I'll start with an overall summary. I think there are some shifts. Really good work at the bottom of the meta. So Tim's point, like GW in the past has sort of ignored like leagues, ADNAC. Um, Death Guard, cool stuff coming for them. I expect win rates and the aggregate for them to go up, and I expect player population for them to go up, which is cool. Like that'll be exciting. Um, I don't think Eldar got hit enough. I don't think anyone. I don't think that's like particularly like, spectacular. A take. Uh, they need more. Well, they'll still be on top for a while. We'll have to wait another three months for that to happen. Um, I'm a little frustrated by that, given how recently we've seen what it takes to bring a faction that is that dominant back down to earth. Uh, but yeah, we'll get there. My hot take is that like, Tau look nasty, uh, given these points decreases. And I think it's, as always, with a with a faction that's so shooting phase dominant and a particularly shooty uh, version of 40K, um, it's potentially problematic depending on the matchup for them and to others, but we'll see. Uh, I look forward to painting up Aggressor Boys for Death Watch and uh, slamming a bunch of big monster bugs on the table in the next couple months. Hell yeah. Tim, what do you think?
4: Um, my hot take um, will be that Death Guard just massive runaway winners of the... Um, I don't know if it's really a hot take, but they're, I think they're the biggest winners, least proportion, and it's not even particularly close. Uh, overall broad meta predictions i think uh probably a four-way tie for second place um i think eldar are still kings but not undisputably so and i think that it's probably a four-way tie between um orcs crons space marines and gsc um and they i think everything else really is going to come down to um who has the biggest win rates and who has the biggest player population what those uh lists coalesce to and then how the rest of the meta revolves around that i think that's going to inform uh everything that we see for the next like three months going forward oh i guess i can go sure
2: (laughs) um i don't know food (laughs) that's fine i think I think the slate was fine. It wasn't what we wanted 100%, but it delivered on some stuff. And no slate was going to be perfect, which is fine. I do wish that they'd, like, trended towards a little bit more perfection with Eldar and kind of hit them a little bit harder instead of, like, grinding a couple factions into the ground that didn't necessarily need it. Um, But overall, I'm pretty pleased with the slate when you look at the whole thing together. Uh, A couple misses... One big one, that's fine. I think the top of the meta is going to shift a little bit to be more open, but Eldar is still going to be on top in the faction to beat most of the time. And like Inez said, if you're playing somebody who's better than you and they're playing Eldar, they're just going to beat you. um, Minus some weird shifty dice luck. I think the competition for the second place is a little bit more, is a little bit closer. Um, Necrons definitely are probably my favorite for it, but otherwise... I think CSM, um, Tyranids maybe still Gene Stealer Cult, though I, I personally think Gene Stealer Cult might have fallen out of the top five factions, we'll just kind of see how that plays out. Um, and that's just because I think people will kind of drop the faction a little bit more so than they have. I think we'll probably see shifts, Custodes are probably still fine. I'm a little disappointed in some of the changes to Light like Guard because it feels like their identity is kind of a question mark right now. Um, and imperial knights nice definitely didn't deserve to get annihilated from the sky <laughs> um, speak
0: for yourself. Like, i know you are currently speaking for yourself but speak for yourself
2: i am i can only speak for myself in this and i can't speak for other people although sometimes i do it anyways and it makes them upset um prerogatives but otherwise 7.5 b passing in grad school perfectly acceptable
0: data slate um this would yeah. have been the best day of slate of ninth edition for me. Yes, this is by it's far the, the best day slate they've made so far, yeah. which is saying something. <laughs> it was it the speaks most... to how out of whack the game is that this is the oh, best day correct. I've ever seen in print.
1: Yep. I don't know. I would say that Armor of Contempt comes closer to that.
0: but I disagree. I think that was a bad day of slate, personally. But I just Outside don't think of Armor good of Contempt. Just game, but...
2: yeah. This yeah. slate right. definitely contains more changes.
1: Yes. All right. That, that's fair. And and it is a more thorough top to bottom rebalance as opposed to just an effort to bring up the, the bottom and bring down the top. One of the few slates has done a really internal. good job
0: of actually hitting like internal balance on factions and other things at the same time. Right.
1: Yeah. Like I just said. Um, yeah. So for me, I kind of reiterate what I said at the very beginning of the cast. I like the, the slate. I think it was good. I'd give it like a probably a seven out of 10. Again, passing could have been better. But definitely could have been a lot worse, especially given that they originally just committed to doing points at this pass. Uh, The fact that they did both points and rules was amazing. The rule changes that they did, I like most of them. The battle tactic strat change is the only one that I think is going to cause some headaches. Um, Point changes, I like most of them. Eldari could have been hit harder, but everyone's already said that. Uh, Yeah, let's go Necrons. Um, I'm also a little worried about Necrons, but mm,
2: just add more blast weapons and it's fine. Um... That's the swords line. That's the Chainswords line for this cast. Congratulations, Jeremy. <laughs> just just bring more blast weapons, says a noted content creator
0: and player, Jeremy. God damn it. Damn it, Jeremy. Uh, Look in your codex. At least I, at least I don't actually weapons. play. Find that the right. battle tactics, find the blast weapons.
1: <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, but I can't read my codex. I don't have a codex. Uh, I can't. Yeah, you can as of Saturday, I know. Um... Yeah, uh, my hot take: Votan's going to win a GT in the next three months. Guarantee it. Yep.
3: Yeah.
0: I think every faction that doesn't have a GT win will pick one up in the next three months, except, after, except maybe. Maybe. we're going to pick up multiple? Too. They're going to pick yeah. up. They're yeah. going to be yeah. a yeah. factory. Midwest US is already like Silicon <laughs> production factory. Yeah, they're real excited. I mean, I'm everybody
1: owns the crisis triple riptides, anyways. I'm looking forward to the crisis unit refresh, which locks them to not having sibs.
2: I am convinced that Tau will probably have a have a definite shoe in for second best faction in the game, depending on what happens with their player base. Yeah, I could see that happening in a shooting uh, edition with movement, which they've got, and loan off yeah. abuse, which they also so much have. much
3: loan abuse there. Yeah,
2: it's. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. All right, uh, and as I know you had a hard out now, but uh, we'll stick around. Um,
0: stick around for another couple minutes. Okay. It was more of a, I don't want to still be talking about the main topic at half six. I have a call at seven, so I need to leave like in like the next short. Ah, report. that makes more sense. So yeah, just I any
1: questions second. that the 140 of you have?
0: Yep. We asked, we asked questions from uh, chat from Discord. Do we want to start I, with those? Yeah, let's start with the Discord. I,
3: I will bet you $10 that that is, that, that is not the case.
0: That
1: uh, they don't see more than a 50% win rate? Uh, I, I, Here's yeah, the bet. bet.
3: $10 says it goes up above 50% in the next three weeks. There was the a one-off
0: Brian and Nassim will win a GT with them in the next three months, let alone anybody else. Yeah. There was a question
4: about Patriarchs that I tried to put up, and then Jeremy immediately took it down.
1: Um, <laughs> now I'm struggling, now that's I'm struggling that's to That's because we it. both put up a question at the same time. We're going to do Discord questions first, and then we'll do chat questions.
3: Sure.
1: Um, so Tom H. asks, transport meta now? Always was. Cool. Always was. Ooh.
3: Always has been.
1: Shout out to Tom Pony, getting what looked like a three-course meal for lunch. <laughs>
4: um, if you if you take care of people you care about, they will take care of you. Eating good. All right.
1: Um, all, all right, Jake B, I packed up all my models because I'm moving. What order should I unpack them? World Eaters, Chaos Knights, Tyranids, and Death Guard.
0: Tyranids, Death Guard, Death Guard owners.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, Tyranids are real good. We'll go. And I just read right. to figure I'm, out what's Zane, I'm skipping word. over your question because we already kind of did this. Um uh Adam asks, what's Brian now playing? Eldar. Like yeah, Brian. Brian's
0: yeah. playing the best army in the game.
4: Uh <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. you can you can still play Eldar, just you don't have to be an apologist about it anymore. Yeah, you
3: probably still do. A little bit.
1: Um that one guy, John, uh, you asked where GSE pivot from now. Uh Scroll back to when we talked about GSC point changes did a to really get over video. Uh, Grant H and Maglin both ask stink, stink, stinky, stinky objectives, stinky math. Yeah. Oh, big, big stink time, All right? That one guy asks again, please explain what the change in towering is. I am too smooth brain to understand. I did that to
0: him, I did that in short <laughs> discussions, but basically, it's ninth edition obscuring,
1: yeah. Um. Grant asks, what characters are you now taking in Death Guard? Obviously, Foul Blight Spawn and Putrefire noted.
0: Typus, Mortarian, Foul Blight Spawns, Biological Putrefire are good. Uh, I would consider Still the Lord of Arrogance, depending on how hard you want to lean into making your call Scrollers shoot better. Um, and then the Tallyman is usually pretty good to just sell your home objective.
1: All right. Jake B asks, knowing which stratagems or battle tactics is important. Without looking, can each of you name one of the other stratagem types without repeating? I can't do this because I just finished making a sheet gear, of them. War gear? No, no, you only get to make one. You only get name one. Oh, okay. War gear. Ep- epic needs. We go. Well, and the- Tim, or Cliff, there's one more. Command reroll.
4: That's not a type. Tactic. Not no, we already t- said battle tactic. Command reroll. I'm not here to think. It's strategic play. Thank you, Yeah. <laughs> i stole the second
2: I, I stole the second easiest one because i knew i couldn't remember
4: the cowardice the cowardice the data sheet is now reads command reroll now costs 2 cp your opponent with upside <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: all right um how do you explain to gw that power level by proxy is a problem i.e my acolyte my my echoes are now more ppm when really the demo charges are the issue I uh, make them
0: play a mirror match for me where I get, I get gun rate picked and they get sword and board ones. And we try. to <laughs> <laughs> I think they're
4: just going to keep uh, cutting points by, by five points per unit until people stop playing.. Yeah, All right. All
1: right. Florian actually asked a really good question here at the moment. Anybody tells you what the meta is going to be now. They're probably lying or delusional, but how much time needs to pass before we can actually draw some solid conclusions.
3: Two weeks, two That's weeks, it. two weeks it's a it's enough three three if you really want to be sure but two is this weekend is going to be a mess
0: next weekend we should start to get an idea and the weekend after that we should have a fairly solid picture yeah we will not know everything and there will always be lists that people yeah. miss that will come out of the woodwork but that is when we start to get a solid idea of what the things that you should be planning around are.
3: yeah to, I clarify, say... to clarify two weeks would be enough for like two draw conclusions not enough to have a 100% accurate read of what the meta shakeout is. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll never have a 100% accurate read. We, n- we
1: never match. really do, because yeah. every now and then someone like Eric Lathuris comes along with a build that just changes things.
0: Yeah, yeah, or like WTC happens, and like LGT right. will do the same thing, right? Like we have yep. LGT in three weeks, that will be the first time that I'm really looking at like, whatever I reckon whatever comes out of LGT as like the top 16 is probably pretty close to what the best in the armies in the game are, with yep. maybe like one or two exceptions yep. based on performance and variance.
1: And then similarly, you'll see an impact at Tampa, because again, really large event, lots of top players going um and then the world championships will be where you really see all of those things shine uh but yeah by the end of september i think we'll have a a really good idea yeah um all right jeff aspiring forklift champion because you have the best name i have to read the whole thing uh every time i fall asleep i dream of my great-great-grandfather fighting in the united states civil war it's absolute <laughs> hell and it always ends the same way him being killed by his brother who fought for the confederacy when i wake up the visions fade but they continue to linger for longer periods of time each day i find myself struggling with anger at things that never bothered me before considering this should i start playing blood angels and how does this of slate affect them
3: the fucking trolling
2: yes you should also yes, see the nearest definitely person no. named Lamartes go find your guess. nearest Lamartes to have a good conversation no, no,
0: no. just go go to the, go to on Netflix and watch Dante's Inferno and just at least get an idea that like the chapter maps is around for you uh, <laughs> you should definitely also, just, run, just run like a bunch of uh, <laughs> death company squads with five power fists and inferno pistols are real good uh, there's a bunch of great characters put in them whether that's Lamartes, Astarath or the generic chaplain um secondary guard are probably still too expensive but uh i really like the librarian dreadnought it's pretty good for like chucking units of the board with the two plus and ingress is still great so lean into that nope. i'm going to go down and look at this arm again
1: <laughs> yeah that very other context someone submitted that as asking if it was too far and i said no go for it <laughs> um what's the best army to spam infantry that moved 12 inches uh uh blood angels Death, no, Vanguard just... Death Companies, Inceptors, Warp Spiders, Venatori, Warp Talons, Exalted Eight. No, it's it's, it's
2: Shadow it's... Specters. No, they, they move don't move twelve inches. inches, but they move twenty four inches. That's why <laughs> no, they're, they're better. better. <laughs> <laughs> <Shadow
3: Spectre. laughs> Not Vanguard Tyranids, it, with advanced charge. Oh. They move no, twenty four. They 10. do move. They do sometimes.
4: Sorry. <laughs>
2: Sorry. We're into the phase where none of us are paying attention to talking order anymore. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, at this or point, we're never. vamping. All right, we have
1: two more questions to go. Um, should Feel No Pains versus Mortal Wounds have been changed to include devastating wounds too?
0: No. No, that was part of the intended nerf.
1: I would actually say that is part of the intended nerf. Because if if not, then they would have changed the the Shield Host Attachment Rule. Yep. I don't think that they need it.
2: They don't need a for- Feel No Pain against everything.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, and then Nick asks, would it really ruin GW's profits, slash release schedule, slash ego to give Votan a full army? I mean, I see them getting a second wave this this edition. The fact is that they're a brand new army that I'm pretty sure has a deeper range than Harlequins did
4: when they were their own army. I'd I'd be extremely surprised if uh world eaters and Votan didn't get second waves this edition.
3: Yeah, yep. The uh, maybe that
4: yeah. yeah. Uh, World leaders and Votan are actually popular
2: though. I do want a couple new Harlequins units. That's all. That would be nice, but they're not a real army anymore. <laughs>
3: what would my
2: so the only bear that's a good bear is the owl bear, and it's because you can jump from high points and murder people due to falling damage with it. That's all. That's the, the of plunge of and fire. Plunge, plunge fire owl hey, bear. You're a bear hater? No, oh. i thought
4: not. Anthony's <laughs> the bear hair.
3: Oh, God Time my.
2: out. Let's rewind. River. All
4: right, before we get completely lost,
2: this question,
1: <laughs> I do want to actually take some questions from the chat, and one of those is the one that Nick, that Tim tried to highlight earlier. Does the Dev wounds change in reduction to pure strains make patriarchs more worthwhile?
0: More worthwhile, yes, but actually worthwhile remains to be seen. I think they are still too expensive and too fragile and the not coming back even more makes them even sketchier. Uh, it's just, again, it's not a damage profile you're really looking for from gene circles, right? Like damage one dev wounds. Like there's tons of sources of like one damage stuff. Mm-hmm. So i struggle to think of why I would want to. Same question. But I don't think it's like actively trolling. Same question. Gene
3: sealers and, uh,
0: uh, gene call Gene Starers were actually one of the few just that got nerfed in the Tern Codex. They don't get full rule to wound anymore. They get rule ones to wound, so no. it's even harder for them to proc the dev wounds. Uh, so I generally don't like that issue at all. Uh, I think like there's better things to do in, in Vanguard division.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so James Workshop asks, "Does Inis know what fruit is?"
0: No, not not at all. I've never once interacted with the fruit. Could you please tell me what that is?
2: Have you seen England? It doesn't exactly have a bunch of fruit just growing everywhere. Uh, no, their pride
1: parades are pretty cool, yeah.
2: That's fair.
4: Not, not a question, but I thought this was worth uh, highlighting. Accurate, it's 420 points Yeah, yep. Run them in a land raider.
2: Aggressors in a land raider is definitely something that I just want to try on TTS at some point, just because it mean, sounds hilarious. It, I ran it last night, and yeah, it's very dumb,
1: especially now that they're 20 points cheaper for six.
0: How did how would your death knight nights Jeremy? I remember I read that story.
1: <laughs> oh yeah um so i played into cameron who's watching right now in a league game he was playing blood angels i was playing my dark angels i was futzing around uh and the deathwing Knight brick ran straight through 10 blood angels terminators with a captain 10 sanguinary guard with um with dante attached to them another five death uh death company with a chaplain attached to them and only lost six models
3: it's like a thousand points of stuff well I mean
1: now it's closer to eight hundred points, but yeah.
3: I have no idea where that
0: guy's arm went. Anyway.
1: <laughs> uh it turns out that flat two damage really doesn't like minus one damage.
0: Shocked. I'm truly incredible. That's still awesome. Eldar, Aaron. For sure. No.
2: Yeah. I still get Whatever
0: that. I'm playing, Aaron, obviously. Come on.
2: <laughs> Innis is the correct answer. That's what Army is favored to win. Uh didn't Eldar. know Innis was playing Eldar. No, Innis is know. just who I'm favoring to win LGT. That's
4: all. He- Yes, I do. So he's playing Eldar.
2: I think he is actually. Innis, aren't you playing Eldar at LGT?
0: I'm definitely not playing LGT.
2: Oh, mm. strange. We've already submitted your list for you.
0: Uh, <laughs> we're, we're <laughs> as well.
2: It's definitely three <laughs> Wraith Knights with Sword and Board as well.
0: Fuck yeah. Am I playing Rob Cronus round one? <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely.
2: <laughs> we still need to convince Brian to change his
1: list for Saturday.
4: Mm.
2: Yes.
1: All right. Uh, is there anything else we want to cover before we head off? Oh, uh, <laughs> general announcements, scuff plugs. If you've enjoyed what we've done here today, we have a regular show every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Pacific, some ungodly hour 11, in Europe.
0: 11 p.m. Uh, BST. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then like midnight CET. Um, yeah, we have check out our website, stat Check us out on YouTube at, uh, YouTube.com YouTube slash, slash, stat C C
0: slash, C slash stat check slash C slash check.
1: The slash C doesn't matter anymore. Does it not? No, I've just been, I've just been too, uh, I've been enjoying it too much to correct you on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're interested in getting some help with the game, uh, we have some top players in Typhus and Innis who offer coaching. Uh, check us out at stat check.com slash coaching or email us at coaching at check.com. Um, yeah, all of the resources that we've been talking about today, the points update, the stratagem references references uh, are going to be linked in the show notes. Uh, we also, I'm also going to update our little list builder that I built at the beginning of the edition with the new points. If people want to use it, um, apparently it still gets a fair amount of traffic. Uh, also, got uh, we got tagged in a YouTube video that was using the
2: list builder.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, and also add to that, um, check out our sponsors, Saltire Games in the UK. Uh, they do some really cool battle aids and uh, other general game swag that, you know, just I, I ended up buying a full set for everyone on Team Canada when we headed over. Um, so go check them out. They're on Etsy. Uh, the link will be in the show notes. Also check out the Red Dragon uh, in Ottawa. It's my home store. They sponsor the show. If you want to support us on Patreon, uh, patrons get a 15% discount code uh, off the entire store. Uh, Yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, And last but not least, we have the California Cup, the Cali Cup coming up in November, where the StatCheck crew is going to be present. We are going to have Innis and Anthony putting on a series of masterclasses before the event. Uh, the links for those should go up shortly, maybe in the show notes. If not, I'll make sure that they go in there once they're updated. Uh, and then we will also be doing coverage, myself and Nathan, of the event, uh, providing real-time statistics and kind of commentary on where the event is going and how it's looking in the grand scheme of overall stats. Uh, so you can check that out at, uh, I don't know the actual address for the California Cup, so I'm going to look it up right now. It's just com.
2: No, it's not California californiacup.com. I think it's 40K is in there as well yeah it's california california
0: cup 40k.com yeah
2: it is california cup 40k.com yeah there you go california cup
1: 40k.com because the regular one is i think a football site
2: (laughs) that would make more sense yes
1: it would so check all of that out um check us out on tuesdays we also have uh x and one which is it this week or is it next week my brain is fried it should be next week. week Next week. Next, week. next week. So, yeah. so week. next week, we have we have Cliff and we have Tim, who they uh, cover all sorts of topics related to making the getting the most out of your hobby and getting the most out of your time as busy professionals and dads. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be a fair amount of discussion of where big boy time goes after this <laughs> next week. Uh, also, check out Typhus, who couldn't join us today. Um, Typhus and Nathan Roberts. They run. Uh, Enter the Matrix which is a show focused on 40k teams and especially in particular the, w- the World Team Championships the WTC uh, they just went live last night where they were talking about how prep for the next WTC starts the day after the WTC ends and uh, yeah so check that out That is that should be every other week so that will be in two weeks time uh, and then you can check us out on wherever you can find podcast feeds and the like
0: and man these models are fucking
1: awesome the one
3: oh, yes. really nice Leapers.
1: Alright, anyone else have anything else to say before we say bye-bye?
3: bye
2: <laughs> And goodbye.
3: <laughs> For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com